This is Melissa. This is Sabrina. And I am Jane. This is Triplicity. Hey everybody, welcome to this edition of the Triplicity Podcast. We are so glad you're here. I'm Melissa and um, I'm here with my friends Jane and Sabrina and we are here to talk today about one of our top, one of our favorite subjects, and it's a topic that we're going to talk about this whole entire quarter of 2021, and that is our relationship with the Father. There is nothing more precious on the earth than having relationship with Father God. He is our Father. He's our Dad. He understands parenthood better than anybody, <laughs> and He desires more than anything to have relationship with us. And so we are super glad that you decided to join us on this edition today. And uh, welcome, girls. Hey! Yay. It's good to be here. <laughs> it is good to be here. We're super happy that everybody came to listen to us. We hope that they've enjoyed the first two yes. episodes of the podcast. Oh, yeah. And we yes. are loving, I don't know, I'm loving this. I think this is so much fun. It is. And, and you know what? One of the things that Jane and I are really graced to have is that Sabrina teacher. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's fun because... The three of us come at this from very different perspectives, right? Yes. I'm a storyteller. Jane is the encourager, cheerleader, excited <laughs> person in our group. And Sabrina is the teacher. Yeah. And you know what? That's the beautiful part of God. You know, triplicity is three. Yeah. It's all about the threes. Yeah. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Yes. Yeah. Jane, Sabrina, Melissa. <laughs> like it's just a, it's, it's a trifecta of goodness no matter it what, right? It is. It is. It is. Yes. And so... Um, what are we going to do, girls? <laughs> <laughs> we're ready. You guys ready, ready to just jump in yes. and let's, yeah. let's talk let's about this. Do yeah. it. So we're going to talk today. Um, we're really going to focus on growing, literally growing in relationship with the Father. And so let's just jump in. Let's I'm do ready it because teaching in. is, it's, I, we got a preview of, of Sabrina's teaching for today. Yes. And it is so good. <laughs> so good. So, so excited about it. In the words so, of my uh, five-year-old granddaughter, it's so sight. So sight. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes, That's it is. So great. God is exciting. He, our he Abba, is. our Father, he's, he's, just like you said, he's everything to us. And, you know, we were literally created for relationship with him. Yes. From the very beginning of time, we've been created for relationship with him. I believe that's why, you know, he created us. In Genesis 3.8, we're reminded, you know, that's whenever um, Adam and Eve had just messed up. Mm -hmm. They kind of brought that separation between them and God from eating an apple or whatever that fruit was. And um, they hid. And it says that they heard the sound of God walking and they knew it was him. So that's when they hide from him. And there's no proof anywhere that it says God came down and walked with them daily, but apparently he came down often because it was very familiar with it, with them, the sound of him walking in the garden. And so that shows me that from the very beginning of time, he wanted to come and be one with his children. Mm -hmm. He wanted to that's be in relationship good. and just come and walk with us. Yeah. And I think that's an important part of relationship. Like it's hard to be in relationship with somebody that you don't have an encounter with yeah. on a consistent, regular basis right Absolutely. like I know my husband I'm in relationship with him because I'm with him every single day you know yeah and I know yes. I, I know the sound of his voice I know how, what it sounds when he's walking across the floor uh, I can tell if it's him you know if he's standing 500 yards mm -hmm. for me because of the way he stands, mm -hmm. but that's because I'm in relationship with him and I spend time with him. Go ahead. Yes, absolutely. And that's how God wants us to be with him. Yes. I mean, all the way around. But a lot of us, a lot of people have chosen the things of this world over him. Mm. 
-hmm. And we're going to talk about that today. In Matthew 22, uh, 37, and in Deuteronomy 6, 5, it says that we are to love the Lord our God with all of our heart. That word heart there is the word cardia. And that is our innermost being, the center of everything that we are, our physical and our spiritual life, everything that we are. And with all of our soul, that is our psyche. We talked about that on the last podcasting. That is our mind, our will, and our emotions. That's that's the part of, that we're supposed to love God with. And it says with all of our mind. And we can get kind of confused there between soul and mind. But that word mind there is the word dianoia. And it's to exercise our understanding and our imagination. So literally to love God, to see ourselves loving him in our imaginations. Because we know that in our imaginations is where the seeds are planted, right? Right. And we begin to see and we manifest that. Mm -hmm. So even in our imaginations, we are to love him with every part of our being. When you were were growing up, I grew up in a denominational church that was pretty strict and and pretty, you know, I... (laughs) I loved my church, but I called it the shall not church. Like we knew what we shall not do. We just didn't know what we should do. (laughs) But one of the things I can't ever imagine them, you know, really um, encouraging was this concept of loving God in our imagination and thinking about what does it look like? What would he look like from what we learn in the Bible? How can we take what we see in there when they describe who he is and manifest that in our imagination. Like, that's a real thing, and God gave us our imagination. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something that we got from the devil because of the fall. Like, God created us in his image, so he has the imagination to create the earth and the sky and, the yes. like, all of the different people. Yeah. Yeah. So I think imagination is so important. I'm glad you bring that part to yeah. the table. It's yes. very powerful. Our imagination is very powerful, and I feel like from a very young age, in many, in many ways, we're told to stop using it. Yeah, you know, quit dreaming, quit this and that. You've got, you've got other things. Color you need to inside do. the lines. Yeah, yeah. Or don't draw pictures. You have to color a page. You know, I mean, there's. Right. We need to let our our children experience more of using their imaginations because, like you said, we are created in the image of an imagining God. He He imagined us before He created us. Yeah, mm, you know, that's, that's yeah, that's really good. And I think that um, as adults, like. Sure, we need to get our kids using their imagination. And gosh, we stuck their head in front of a screen. Yes. They almost don't know how to think anymore. But let's, as adults, yes. it's just as important to use our imagination and kind of, you know, Jane, you're you're a fitness person, mm-hmm. and when you don't use your muscles very much, what happens right. to them? Uh, yeah, you get weak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. atrophy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And so, but you can build them back up because the yeah. muscles don't just disappear. Right. 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 They're still there. And so you work to build them back up, right? Mm-hmm. And it's exactly. the same thing with your imagination muscle. Yeah, and the best way to do to get your imagination working again to see just who God is is to read about him, which yeah. we'll talk about in just a minute. Mm-hmm. So, um, But I believe that we are in a season that God is calling the church back to this place. Sure. Like we have got to get back to this place of him being our very first love. Can, I, can, I I t- love can we that. talk about imagination? I just had this great thought and I just have to share it because yes. it's great to me. So Go it might ahead. be great to some people. <laughs> yes. How many of you know when you read a book, like here's my, here's my first wisdom is always uh, watch the movie before you read the book. Right, because you know what happens? Mm. You read the book and then you imagine what the characters look like yeah. and you build this whole thing in right. your mind, right? And you know exactly what it's supposed to look like. And in your mind, the, the handsome fella is tall and he's dark and he's handsome and they put a blonde guy in the movie. It's like it's not yeah. right. So, totally message, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so everybody knows how, if you can read a book, a novel, a story, yes. you can use imagination. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes, you absolutely can. Absolutely. Can. Sorry, Sabrina. Go ahead. No, you're good. I could I could <laughs> no, go on about really your, about I imagination. I've heard forever. you teach on that. It's so good. <laughs> I love talking about that. Um, but let's get back focused over here. On uh, we're going to go to Revelations two, uh, two through five, and I want to read that to us. It says, "This is John talking or writing the letter to the church of Ephesus through the angel that had visited him," and it says. I know your deeds and your toil and your perseverance and that you cannot tolerate evil men and you put to the test those who call themselves apostles and they are not and you found them to be false. He's saying, I know you've done all this really good stuff and you've, uh, you have perseverance and you have endured, you have endured uh, for my name's sake and you have not grown weary. So they've stayed strong. They've, they've done what they felt they were supposed to be doing, right? Mm-hmm. But he says, but I have this one thing against you. That you left your first love. Mm. Then he says, therefore, remember from where you have fallen and repent and do the deeds you did at first or else I am coming to you and will remove your lampstand out of its place unless you repent. Ooh. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. Think about that for a minute. Yeah. God is calling his people back to a place of oneness with him because we were created for relationship. We left that and he says it's time or I'm removing some things. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything removed from my life. No. Personally, I know that. So what I want to do today is I want to give you three points to help you grow in relationship with the Father. And we're going to take those out of verses 4 and 5. Mm-hmm. Because these are the things he's asking us to do in this hour. Yeah. yeah. So number one is to remember from where you have fallen. I know that sounds kind of crazy because sometimes we can actually look at that and say, you know, oh, this made me fall or that made me fall. But I want us to look at from where we have fallen wow. where did we start oh that's where did good. we start from mm-hmm. so to, if you look at the word like just talking about remember from where that is to be mindful of mm-hmm. where you once were so getting back into your imagination stirring up those memories of the place that you were the day that you received christ the day just you know get that built back up in your imagination let yourself see that again and then the word fallen is to lose what you once had or to fall from a state of uprightness or even oneness with God. Wow. Mm-hmm. You can fall from that place. Mm-hmm. And we do that by letting the busyness of life get in our way. So what I believe he's saying here is to um, take a look at where you are today. You've fallen from relationship with me into a place of religious works. You have lost sight of your first love and it's become about you. And you have done all this good, yet you haven't loved me. And I believe with all of my heart, that is what he's telling, what he was even speaking to the church of Ephesus. You know, let's get back to this place of remembering where we once were. Yeah. And um, back, honestly, to a place of, of that interdependence upon God or that dependence upon him and that place of holiness, mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. fear of God. Once uh, There's a time in our lives that we truly feared him. And then we... And that doesn't mean we're afraid of him. No, no, it's that awe, it's that reverence, it's that love, that desire for him. And then we get so busy, we just kind of, life Mm -hmm. is life. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to give an example of this, and you can relate with this a lot, Melissa, since you do a lot of marriage counseling. (laughs) But um, I want want you to think about this in a marriage or a personal relationship aspect. When you first start dating somebody... What's it like? Oh, it's exciting. Yeah. And you get butterflies when you see and them you and think about them. Yeah, you can't spend enough time with them. Exactly. Right? Like, and when it's time to go home, you're like, no. 
I just want this night to last Did, forever. Okay, did you guys ever right? do this? When, yeah. um, so I met my husband online. Yeah. And he lived in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I lived in western Oklahoma. And it would be, it was like, you hang up first. Yes. No, oh, you yeah. hang up. Yes. I'm like, you hang up first. No, you hang up. It's because we just didn't want to stop. Yes. Like, we spent so much time on the phone the first month that we, yeah. our phone bill was like nine. This was before oh, the advent of, you know, yeah. uh, unlimited calling. Yeah. And it, you had to pay by the minute. And mm-hmm. we spent $900 the first month oh, talking on the phone. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because we, we didn't want to hang up. It's just nine. Are you sure it was just talking or just sitting there waiting? <laughs> exactly. Well, I, yeah. I, I, would yeah. say, I will say I fell asleep during a prayer or two when we were yeah. praying with each other. Because <laughs> we would talk into the middle of the night over and over and over that. again. Because so we wanted to be together. Yeah. Yes. It's that every moment as one. Yes. every Every moment together. Yeah. That's what it's about. And, you know, you think about after you're married for a little while, you stop spending a little more quality time together. Things get busy. You have kids. Boom. There that goes. You know, there's more time that you're separated. Eventually you get to this place in a lot of marriages that they no longer know each other. That's when they come to see me. That's when they come and see Melissa. You have to be intentional to keep that. You have to be, you absolutely have to be. It becomes about busy, busy, busy. And like I said, the next thing you know is you no longer know each other yeah mm-hmm. and then you come to this place of being lost and that is kind of what we do with God you know we come yeah. to that original place of getting saved and we're we're searching his word and we're talking to everybody about him and we're so excited and then oh we're comfortable here we're comfortable there and next thing you know we don't know him anymore right, right. okay and so he wants to know us so what I want to encourage you right now to do is take a moment Pause the podcast, not at this exact moment, but in a second. Um, <laughs> and not if you're hand, driving. And not if you're driving. Don't do this if you're driving, please. Um, but take a minute and stop. Clear your thoughts and ask the Holy Spirit to bring back to your remembrance the day you first loved God. Yeah. Your creator. Mm-hmm. And I want you to take a moment and write what he says. Oh, so good. Let your imagination go. So welcome back. Hopefully you pause for just a moment. Um, now, number two. Let's look at number two. Number two is repent for allowing yourself to fall away. Oh, yes. Even in marriage, when we've fallen away, we have to go each other and, to each other and say, I am sorry for letting this get in the way of you, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So how much more with our Father, oh, with our God? Because yeah. it's not intentional. No, it's not. We don't intend to fall out of our mm-hmm. first love with God. It's just sneaky little sucker. Yes. It is. And we don't, it, it's one little thing after another. And yeah. I was talking to a friend last night and she said, I didn't realize I hadn't read my Bible in months because I got so busy with life. Yes. And well, it's that it whole just happens. busy. It is. That word busy. It's just it's drives me crazy. It's the enemy's tactic. It is. It yeah. is totally the enemy that gets you in, that, that draws you in and just distracts you yes. and keeps you busy. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So let's look at the word uh, repent for just a minute. It's the word mataneo, and it means literally to change your mind. Mm-hmm. So it's not, God, forgive me for what I've done, and then I'm going to go back to the same thing. Right. It is to change your mind. It means it is, um, I kind of got ahead of myself there. It's not going back to your old ways. You refuse yeah. to go back to your old ways um, and because that, that doesn't work with God right. to just say I'm sorry and go back to your old ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it means total, total mindset change and shifting from that current way of thinking. So in order for us to move forward in our relationship with God, we must repent for allowing busyness of life. 
Yeah. We must. Yeah. And then, um, and the things of this world. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Can we mention watching the news? Yes. <laughs> Social media. Can we just say we, fa- we made it through 2020? <laughs> right, right. Yes. And 2020 but... could have distracted everyone. Yeah, absolutely. No kidding. Yeah. That was the year of distraction. It yeah. really was. And there's a remnant that didn't get distracted yeah. that you're seeing rise up. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's what I'm that's loving good. to watch. Yeah. Is... Glad to be a part of that remnant, y'all. Yeah. Yes, I am, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So glad. And um, so, yeah, coming and just our fleshly desires, you know, just whatever we've put before God, idols, just Mm -hmm. to be blunt with you, they're Mm -hmm. idols. And we have to, you know, there is, he says there is no other God before me, right? Right. Put the idols down. Um, Even our drive to success in and out of the church Mm -hmm. becomes a God to us. That becomes above him. It's funny because, you know, we're all um, pastors or have been pastors and um, the church, the work of the ministry can push God right out of your life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes so, that can. first love to you. Mm-hmm. Lest yeah. you think pastors are above all of that. <laughs> like we don't float around on clouds reading our no. Bible and eating, you know, no. bonbons. No. Like we're busy no. working and sometimes we put everybody else's interest above our own relationship with the with the Father. And, yeah. right. and so it happens to everybody. Yeah. And does. then you come to this place of what's happening and and we have to repent. We yeah. all have to walk through re- uh, seasons of repentance. Yeah. Every one and, of us. And whenever I hear that word repent I just hear turn around. Yes. You know, you have to turn around, turn away from that and go in the opposite and direction. Turn to God. Yeah. Yep. Yes. And turn to God. Absolutely. Turn the TV off <laughs> and, and turn open to your God. Bible. Turn yes. social media off and yep. turn to the word. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um a lot of times repenting is hard because it does mean we have to leave the old ways of life. Yes. Yeah. You know, we have to leave things behind it's and comfortable that's comfortable and it's called Fully surrendering. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, sacrifice. for people yeah. who struggle with addiction, uh, you know, we tell, when I used to, I used to do a lot of work with people in recovery, and I would say, you know what, in order to stay clean, you have to change your playmates and your play places. <laughs> yes, right? That's good. Like, yeah, you can't, you can't go back where you came from right, and right. stay clean. And it's the same way with this. We can't say, God, I repent from spending for spending 10 hours in front of the TV every day and say, well, okay, I repented. So now I'm only going to spend eight. Mm-hmm. Like, right. No, yes. Right. That's not the point. <laughs> right. That's, That's exactly good. it. It's turning away from. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We have, I think a lot, a lot of people in the church have a lot to learn about repent, mm-hmm. you know, but because yeah. it's always yeah. had such a negative it's, connotation it has. Yeah. and it's always been punitive mm-hmm. and it's right. always been, Oh, well you bad little person because you did something terrible and you better repent, yeah. you know, and, and the, and we've kind yeah. of, you know, we've used hell as a, as a, and you don't want to go to hell. So you mm-hmm. better repent. And that's not, it. it's the love of the father. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. him that, calling us back. Yeah. yeah. And exactly. he's not calling us to go stand in the corner. Mm-mm. He's calling us to come and embrace him and love him and that that's repentance oh yes. my gosh yeah it's him calling us back into his arms yeah into his lap, you absolutely know? you know just like with our Love parents that. you know whenever we do something wrong or i know with my kids you know you go back to this place of yes that was wrong but come here let me just hold you yeah you know and that's what you have to do that's yeah. what god wants that's yeah. repentance that's yep. repentance. so all that's right so good Number three, you guys ready for number three? Yeah. Number three. All right, so then he goes on to say, now return to your first deeds or do the deeds you did at first. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes the very thing keeping us from moving forward is the inability to glance back and see where we've come from. Yeah. 
to sometimes just look back and say, God, where were we in the beginning? Mm -hmm. Where was, how was our relationship? We're always going to be growing, but we should always be also looking back and remembering our first love. Remembering the importance of that. Remembering those butterflies in the stomach. How excited we were. Yes, those conversations that we don't want to end. I know I'm Uh like that with prayer now. I'm like, I can't wait to wake up in the mornings and you're just like, oh, seriously, it's over already. I have to go to work. (laughs) You know, that's just how we should be with our God. Absolutely. You know, I had an experience one time, and um, I, I have a morning custom. I get up and I pray in the morning, and I spend my time with God in the morning, and I love it. And nobody in my house better be to, better get up and bother me. <laughs> yep. Like, don't be interrupted in this because this is me, you know. But I remember one morning I woke up, and I just had this this picture of God sitting, Father God sitting on the foot of my bed mm. and he was just watching me and I and I woke up and I heard him say good morning beautiful I've been watching you sleep all night and oh. I'm so excited that you're awake oh you know? that's awesome and, and that is yes. Father yes yes he never sleeps he never slumbers so he watches me sleep all night you guys and yes. he thinks it's amazing and the yes. word says he sings over us and yes, dances over and dances. us. I love that. So while we're sleeping, it's exactly yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. I love that picture. Love he's it. singing us lullabies while we yes. sleep, yep. you guys. Because yes. he sings over us words of love. Yes. It's awesome. It is. Oh, just think about that. That'll make you sleep peacefully. Yeah. That'll truly make you sleep peacefully. Yeah. This is good stuff, yes, yes. girls. Absolutely. I love it. So like you mentioned a while ago, I truly don't believe we ever mean or set a goal to leave our first love. No. Mm-hmm. I do not, mm-hmm. you know, but we get so forward focused in life that we forget what we're leaving behind and not everything is meant to be left behind. Right. right. And that is our father, our oh. God, especially him. So yeah. it's always meant to grow. And I believe he is saying to the church, remember how in the beginning of our relationship, your heart just wanted to do everything for me. Every act, every thought, every work, everything you did revolved around me. Mm-hmm. So good everything we did that's what he wants us to return to yes that's what we're returning to our first deeds so return to that intimate relationship with the father as he calls you to him i want to encourage you in that today as he's calling you and he's i like to call it wooing you Mm -hmm. you know wooing you in return to that it is his desire that we return to him it has been since adam and eve in the fall of the garden and jeremiah 24 7 says i will give them a heart to know me for I am the Lord, and they will be my people, and I will be their God, and they will return to me with their whole heart. Oh, so yes. good. Their whole heart. So yes. this is what I'm going to say right here. This is going to maybe be a prophetic word over the church. I'm not really sure, but playtime's over. Yeah. There is a reason um, for relationship. The more we, time we spend with him, the more like him we become. The more uh, we become like him, the more love we are filled with and the more our hearts are turned towards the lost. The more our hearts are turned to love the lost, the more people will be drawn back to him. Yeah. That's called harvesting souls. That's what we're here for. Wave the hankies, girl. Yes. That's <laughs> so, awesome. But we are of no use if we do not have a relationship with That's him. That's right. We, we won't be of use in the harvest. So growing in our relationship with the Father starts with remembering our first love, repenting and returning back to him and then re, uh, returning back to the place uh, where he started it all and that's wow. in his arms that's awesome oh, yes Amen. girl oh it's men women i yeah. assume every person on the planet is listening to our podcast <laughs> yes and so 
There's just so much goodness in that podcast. Yeah. Jane, let's talk about some scriptures. Yes. Okay, so I love the scripture, kind of taking it back to the beginning of your teaching. Matthew twenty two thirty seven. Mm-hmm. So I encourage you, everyone, to take time to look it up in your Bible. Open up your big paper Bible. Come on now. Go into the New go Testament. School, baby. Yes. <laughs> Open up Matthew. And go to chapter 22, verse 37, and write this out. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Yes. Oh, yes. And just want to point out, there's three. Did you get that? Did you get it? Did you get it? Okay. Absolutely. Write it out. I was just talking to someone. Oh, I know. Uh, I saw some a gal... And she was like, Jane, can you put together another daily uh, scripture writing plan? Because I had ran across one for December, you know, Mm -hmm. in December and the Christmas story. And it kind of was all about that. And so I was writing it out, sharing it on social media, just encouraging others to do that. And she came up to me just this week and she goes, can you do that again? I love it when I write out scripture. It just does something. And I'm like, yes, it does. It is power. It is. It it is. And I'll tell you, this is fast. Sharing this with my son the other night, I was not one of the smartest kids in school. I'm just going to say that now. I hated reading. I was not a good writer. None of that. And um, says the author. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. And the one that consumes the word of God. Isn't God funny? He is so funny. But I started nursing school, Mm -hmm. and I couldn't figure out how to get myself to remember the things that I needed to remember. Yeah. So I started rewriting everything. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. And I learned through that the importance. I would draw every cell and label it. Even though it was in my book, I would draw it. I would write things out that I needed to remember. And I have learned that that's the way that it gets in me, even through the Word of God. Mm -hmm. There is something with it connects between the mind and the hand, and you're writing it. And and I want to give you the trifecta of that, Mm -hmm. because we're about the threes, right? right. So we read it, Uh we write it, we speak it. Right? And so when I was in nursing school, because we got two nurses and three pastors in this Funny. And a massage therapist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but when I was in nursing school, I would ha- read it and highlight it in my book. Then I would write it down, and then I would read it and record it, and I would listen to the recordings over and over again. Oh, and wow. that was my yeah. study method. So it was the three It was three things. I love it. And, it, and it, I'm like you, it helped me to write mm-hmm. it down, but it also helped me to, to speak it and hear myself. Because the Bible says faith comes by hearing. hearing. And yeah. who's the voice we believe the most? Our, Our own. Yes, exactly. Right? And so when That's we good. hear ourselves speak the word and, and we write the word and we speak the word, it gets into us. It does. And it grows mm-hmm. our relationship with the Father. It sure yeah. does. It sure it does. does. Girls, Gosh, this has been powerful. This, this, I mean, if, if this was an hour, we'd have to call it the power hour. <laughs> no kidding. I can make it that way. <laughs> can everybody listen to a podcast? Please don't. I don't drive for an hour. Only 30 yeah. minutes. Right? Exactly. And so, uh, but anyway, so thanks for joining us. Oh, yes. gosh. This was so much fun. I just absolutely love it. Can't wait for our next one. So be sure to join us. Um, please subscribe so you don't miss a podcast. Hit the subscribe button. Yeah. Give us a five-star rating on Ooh, iTunes. Sharing is caring. And remember, it's all about the three. three.